Welcome back to Non-Stop Politics, I'm your host DK Leslie. In the final part of my discussion with Nathaniel Brown, we look to the future. What can be done to curb systemic racism moving forward? We talk statues, being torn down, TV shows being taken off air, and debate the importance of representation in the media. I really hope you've enjoyed this mini-series and found Nathaniel's insight and analysis just as deep, raw, and engaging as I have. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you listen to this, but only after you finish this episode, of course. Here's part five. How do we move forward is the big question that is being discussed. Some people want substantive change, like reparations. There's been a lot of talk in the media in the last couple of weeks about statues. We saw Edward Colston's statue, of Mm. course, torn down in Bristol, and then Mm. ironically thrown into the same river that slaves are brought on to Bristol. That's how he made his money and things like that. We've got the statues debate and whether or not statues of um, linked to historical slavery should stay up. And then on the other side of um, culture, we we have TV shows that are now being taken down because they are now seen to be offensive towards black people, minorities, and things like that. Um, let's start off with statues. Um, what is your take on whether or not we take down statues? What do we do with these historical monuments? Well, simply, my view on statues is that a statue in public should be put up to glorify, is put up to glorify people who deserve to be glorified. For example, Nelson Mandela, he you know, no one can disagree he deserves a statue because he was a great man who did great good for the world and he deserves to be praised for and recognised for his accomplishments. Um, Winston Churchill, which, you know, most recently has been a controversial figure, I believe his, you know, what he's done to push Britain through the war and stuff means that it's justified to want to have a statue of him. However, in cases of Edward Colston and his statue in Bristol being uh, thrown into the river, I don't think ha- being a slave trade owner, not slave trader, but being a slave trader and being you know an active you know an active slave trader, I don't think is is you know warrants you deserving a statue. And whilst, like I said before, I don't think violence and you know illegal acts is the best way to go about things. So maybe it may not have been the best thing for the people to throw in that statue in the river. At the same time, I can't blame them for it because for a long time, especially in America, people, black people have had to put up with people being glorified for who have, and all the mistreatment that they've done to us being ignored and swept under the rug as if that's okay, they did this. Like Edward Colston, he, he did good in his community and for Bristol, he built, I mean, he funded and built a lot of public like schools and, and funded like hospitals and stuff like that. So. I, I don't really, I can't go against or hate on Bristol for wanting a statue, believing a statue of him deserves to be put up. But at the same time, you know, I can't hate on people wanting a statue to be removed for very good reasons. He was a slave trader. And, you know, his, that, in my opinion, means that he shouldn't be glorified as a person because, you know, there's, he publicly funded, you know, hospitals and schools. And then he, <laughs> you know, he, he, actively took part in the slavery and cruelty of people of a different of a different race simply because they were seen as inferior species so <laughs> which one is worse Absolutely. so yeah <laughs> and that's how i think it should be seen you know i agree that statues that you know 
we shouldn't erase history. We should it should be kept up. We should have still have history so that we can look back and you know see history for what it was and then learn from it. Same way as how you know Germany views Auschwitz. They don't but they haven't burnt down Auschwitz because they don't want people to forget the crimes and horrors that happened there. But at the same time they don't build a statue of a, a, a Jewish person being thrown into a gas chamber because the statue is meant to glorify a person and it's not the only way to remember history anyway but at the same time you know you shouldn't have a statue of somebody who shouldn't be glorified same way as like how jimmy fat savile statues were taken down when you know news of him came about despite all the good that he's done all he had done in his life you know he did stuff that negated the facts that he um you know (laughs) <laughs> negated the fact that he was deserving of a statue i mean like you know to measure it up he you know helped a lot of kids fill their dreams and he also molested a lot of kids so you know that it, it cancels each other out and you've got to look at history perspectively whether or not the person deserves to be glorified and in the case of eddie colston i agree that he shouldn't have had a statue put up publicly maybe that statue should have moved, been moved to a museum instead of thrown in the river sure where people can, you know, look at it with the, the the perspective of having all the information about his life put on for display. But at the same time, you know, pictures and statues of people, for example, in America, there's a lot of Confederate statues still up. And that particularly doesn't make sense. Well, the number one reason being that the correct the Confederacy fought against there being a united America <laughs> in the first place. And for the secondly, and most important reason to be honest the fact that they fought for mainly slavery to be you know institutionalized and maintained rather than abolished yeah like they didn't main they didn't fight like if they won it's not like they would have wanted just honor and more states rights then you know black people in america wouldn't be free it's quite simple as simple as that so having statues of them makes it seem as if they were good people and all they like all they did in their life was for the better good and you know having statues of people means that everything that they did in life like overall brought about good change for society and i don't believe statues of people who didn't bring about good change who wouldn't have and didn't have didn't bring about good change for society overall like shouldn't be put up so you know whilst i can't I'm not really against people going around burning down statues and stuff because you know it's something you could just ask for or demand for the statue be taken down legally. You know, at the same time, I can't say it's unreasonable for people to want statues to be taken down. And I think arguments saying that statue, all statues, all statues should be kept up just so you can, you know, observe and you know appreciate history for what it was. You know, history is, you know, history can be good and bad, and you know statues aren't the only way to objectify it to you know look back on history and put and specifically because statues are meant to you know glorify history so exactly. you know when you have a statue of someone it's somebody who can be looked up to as an icon and a model and somebody who you know you want people to be in the future and you know do you want people to be somebody who you know funds public schools and hospitals whilst also takes part in slavery no, I don't want people to grow up to be that. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I think I definitely agree with your point about statues being 
um, either put into museums or having plaques on them detailing that they have complicated history. I think that's very important from an educational point of view. So even if um, the statue stays up, I think at least having something to say this person was involved in the slave trade. Or in the very least, specifically or specifically praising them for a specific act. So if there's a plaque put up or even the statue of Evan Colston, yeah, it said specifically that, you know, he did this for Bristol and that is what we recognise. I can't really go against that because they're recognizing that specific that he did, which, you know, over, like at the end of the day has benefited a lot of people. But at the same time, you know, he also hurt a lot of people through his actions and contributed to an even bigger problem that, you know, had a much ne- more larger negative impact than, him fun- than the positive impact of him funding public schools. So, yeah. I agree with you. Absolutely. And it's also worth mentioning that there were attempts in Bristol to remove the statute democratically, but they were always kicking the can down the road on that one. So I think it was a case of the anger being built up and they just had to take it down forcefully, which is, okay. you know, interesting, um, which is, which it was, and the scenes watching those, watching those scenes of it being thrown in the river was just something else. Um, on the entertainment industry, yeah. we've had a lot of, TV programs taken off the air, a lot of apologies from TV presenters, com- comedians, actors for past mistakes, especially around blackface and playing characters of minorities. Obviously, the biggest example was Little Britain being taken off, off air um, and Come Fly With Me as well. What do you make of taking TV programs off air that portray minorities in a certain way or that are played by white actors? The thing is, I think it should be looked at, you know, it should be evaluated like fairly. Like for instance, I also watched Complaining and I thought it was hilarious. Me and too. In the case of you know being worried about blackface and stuff, like I only have a problem with blackface when it's when number one is done in a specific way because there was the minstrel show blackface, which or you know the the traditional blackface, which was you know black people being literal black skin and then big lips and then being portrayed as just dumb, oafish characters with no common sense, um, who always have to be told the right thing to do by their white masters. Like, that that was where blackface originated from. So now when we look at that, we need to... I don't think it should mean that anybody, nobody can, you know, paint their colour of black skin because, you know, we like like in the film that's kept on being brought up in arguments about this, like white girls or whatever, like you know, dressing up as another person for comedic effect in itself is not an offensive thing. It's only the way you portray that person being doing it in a somewhat respectful way that's also comedic is, is you know, important. Mm. And when it comes to Come Fly With Me, I never thought that they were, you know, necessarily taking the mick out of black people, but more just a certain character making a comedic character. Absolutely. And it's important when it comes to, you know, whilst I'm, I'm happy that they're going through the efforts of trying to be you know, show that they're trying to, you know, make their programming more, you know, showing that they're more, they're on board with the movement and that they don't want to have, they don't want to have, um, they don't want to profit on shows that, you know, disadvantage or make fun of or disrespect certain community people unfairly. At the same time, you've got to look at it from a certain standpoint, the fact that, you know, comedy is always meant to take the mick out of things for everybody's enjoyment. 
like regardless of the topic like jokes about 9-11 jokes about you know horrible events like people laugh about these things mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better and to you know as a sense of camaraderie or satire as if you know we all understand it's ridiculous and therefore it's mm-hmm. something we can all laugh at because not that we think it's a great thing but because we think it's ridiculous or we think it's funny and you know that in itself is comedy so i don't think you know maybe taking down come fly with me or little britain will either if anything it won't really do anything to you know prevent or stop yeah, or you know of course it won't for progress the fight against racism and more importantly i think it's not necessarily the best thing that they should, like the right thing to do anyway of course like you know people can understand i think people do understand people should understand that you know you should take things perspective of the time that they come in as well like for example, Winston Churchill, he was a very controversial character and he has said he had did, he did do a lot of racial th- racist things and had said a lot of racist things. But, you know, you, you, looking at it from objectively, from a historical standpoint, you got to look at it from there. Like, you know, in a time where mistreating black people was the norm and where people didn't have the hindsight of that, you know, black people were equal, black people deserve rights and stuff. You know, whilst it doesn't exactly make it good and we shouldn't glorify that now, we should look at it objectively and not mean that everything that that person's done is now worthless or or anything. Or even from a, from the standpoint of a TV show, like why is something that many people, even, you know, minorities and races enjoyed, why is that now a racist thing if different minorities at the time had no problem with it and mm-hmm. nobody made complaints or anything? And whilst obviously it's not always the case, I think in the case of you know Little Britain and comply with me that you know there may have not been the best decision to make. But I do I agree with appreciate that, yeah. the act of looking back and trying to make you know everything yeah. you know either the, the act of apologising, I say, for past actions with hindsight. I think that's a good and powerful thing. Being able to look back and say you know we did the mistake or we made a mistake, and we realised that it's something that you know what would have been offensive to a few people and therefore that we apologize like Definitely. the same way people you know with the whole thing like cancel culture i guess and how mm-hmm. people react to you know past tweets and stuff that you know may be offensive like you can argue that what i thought was appropriate at the time it doesn't change the fact that you can definitely see it's not appropriate now so you can either stand by it and you know childlessly say well you know i found it funny it was a joke and you know or you can just say i'm sorry i offended you guys i meant nothing i didn't mean to offend you people and for that i apologize and if you see that it's not and if it's definitely the wrong thing to do and you can see that there's nothing wrong with being the bigger person and saying that you know i made a mistake we made a mistake and you know i'll delete what i did before or remove it because it doesn't represent the person I am right now. It doesn't represent the person I wanted to be. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I, I completely agree with the most of the points that you made. I think, you know, with the whole removing programs, I think, I think what you said about broadcasters, you know, at least making the effort to look through their archives and apologize. That is a good, that's a good step. But yeah. I'm I'm a little bit skeptical. I think removing television programs from streaming services, I think it's too easy for broadcasters to just say, okay, we're dealing with the problem by getting rid of programs. You know, obviously, you know, okay, looking back, should Matt Lucas have played a character like Precious in 
Come Fly With Me in 2010? Probably not. I mean, you well, know, I, maybe I was not, but it, it, you know, at the same time, it was a funny character. And it was funny. Listen, you know, yeah. Precious was funny, and I think. Matt Lucas wasn't demeaning black people. Yeah. He was playing a character, obviously based on stereotypes, Christian, church-going woman, you know, things yeah. like and that. It, and the thing is, like, you, you should be able to objectively look at satire for what it is. It's taking the mick out of something, not because, or, or, even, or even just comedy. When you take the mick out of something, it's not necessarily because you hate it or because you love it. It's no. just because it's a funny thing that people can all laugh at. And, it's funny. you know, yeah. That that in itself, and there are a lot of black people who, like in real life, would have acted like precious in some precisely, cases, which is what made it funny. And yeah, is, yeah. you know, that if you play a character that is respectful of you know the origins and stuff, yet also you know comedic, I think there's nothing wrong with that personally. But yeah, like I said, I and like you even agreed to, you know, it's good that the broadcasters are making a step, but personally. What they what would be even better is not just going back and deleting stuff and saying, "There we did it. Yeah, we're not racist now." Like, just make maybe make more programming that is much more you know friendly Precisely. to people and other minorities. Maybe making a program that focuses on like an actual all black cast of people, or making programs that talk about certain aspects of the black experience, or programs that you know other minorities would enjoy rather than just you know white people humor as they would say precisely but, you know doing that would be a much bigger act than just make just going back and deleting old comedies that number one i'm sure a lot of people many people may may have forgotten by this point or many people may not have watched or many minorities probably wouldn't care about like even if i i, I really didn't care much that they deleted like little i mean <laughs> It's your show anyway, so they have the right to delete it. But at the same time, like, why do I care? It's an old show they don't show anymore. It's, <laughs> it it exactly. has no relevance in today's society. So why would they care if you deleted it from your programming when, you know? <laughs> yeah. Look. So, yeah, what they could do better is to just actually release programming that is more, you know, friendly to black people rather than just deleting stuff. Exactly. Deleting programs is easy. It, it would be yeah. so easy. It would be the simplest thing in the world for the BBC or ITV or BritBox or Netflix to just say, to have a disclaimer, okay, we're in the, we're in the Black Lives Matter era, okay? Yeah. Put a disclaimer at the, top of the, at the top of the show, Little Britain, come fly with me, whatever, and say, please note that this programming contains scenes that contain blackface or re- cultural references which some viewers may find distressing. And, you know, I think that is more than enough. I don't think you should get rid of the show itself because it's a really good show. And Matt Lucas's portrayal is, you know, okay, okay, in 2010, should he have played that character? Probably not. But it's funny. I think I don't find that offensive at all. I never even thought of it that way. And so I think broadcasters need to do more than just take programs away. They need to actually have the receipts to show they're taking steps. You know, you look at, you know, I'm obviously, you know, there's obviously politics podcast. I love politics. I watch a lot of news and stuff. You know, where are all the black political political commentators in the UK? They're non-existent. They don't exist. You know, you look at all the panel shows on the UK in the UK, all the political correspondents, the political editors, the political contributors, the the analysts. None of them. You need. You, you very rarely you find a black face. You know, and we talk about the United States a lot and for how racist the US is. But you turn on CNN, and almost always you will have representation. You will have black faces black people talking about black issues you the thing is like, coverage and you stuff want like to be that. careful with that though because 
I don't think it should be the case that you have to have a black face on something in order to show that you're being because that's not it. Like, no, that leads to you know virtue signaling and and saying and and tick box behavior where saying look we we have a black guy on here or see there's there's mm. black people we have a black president so things aren't yeah. racist like yeah. having simply having a black face somewhere doesn't show anything other than there's a black face here, so clearly one person made it like it's always nice to see but at the same time and you know obviously there are benefits of showing that that you know do help you know help the movement because you know being young and looking up and seeing a black person on the news or the black a black person on the television as a president you know it, it proves that i could do that too but at the same time that's not all that needs to be done that also it needs to be there needs to be changes in the system there should be changes in the actual organization of things and actual society that means it's not just the case where black people only coming up to these shows when a, on, on you know a producer or an organization needs to show that they're on board with black people or that they're on board with black lives matter like they pick one person out of barrel and then job done like it needs to be done where black people can easily and seamlessly make their way into an organization and an organization can just as likely be all black as likely as much as it is all white and there should be no problem with that and there should be no friction and there should be no you know hit barriers preventing black people from coming entering into you know a certain space um as there are to white people in some cases there will be you know justify barriers to entering into a role but the point is that it should be there should be equal fighting ground for opportunities between all races basically absolutely and that um and that point you just made as you said it's a systemic problem and i think that in the long term that is something that not just broadcasters but everybody corporations companies society public se- public sector everyone's going to have to be seen to be tackling that problem that problem now and i think it's an area that a lot of attention is going to be focused on but the systemic issues i think not just representation on a basic level as i talked about but yeah as a system i think definitely that is going to be um, the key issue into de- into not just dealing with representation, but issues of police brutality, everyday racism and things like that. I think that's definitely going to be a very key point going forward in the future. Nathaniel Brown, that was a very, very wide-ranging conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Oh, yeah, no problem. I enjoyed it. And it was a great discussion. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Nonstop Politics. If you enjoyed, why not follow us on Instagram at Nonstop Politics? And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.